All right, we are back on the Real News Radio, and again, we've got uh, two free Obama Deception DVDs if you'd like to come by the station before 12 o'clock. And we are joined with Alan Watt, um, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. And uh, to begin with, Mr. Watt, are you with me? How are you doing today, Mr. Watt? Um, not bad at all, not bad at all. To begin with, if you would um, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, I've read your bio. I know you're an author, performer, uh, songwriter, but uh, we'd like to know just a little bit about your experience and how you became awake and involved in the truth movement. Well, I was uh, awake pretty early on. Uh, even when I went into school, I, I realized pretty early on that there was a big movement afoot to... Uh, have a, a World War Three, <laughs> and not only was it was it uh, about to happen, it had been happening for some time, and it was a, a war planned by very wealthy people who networked together, who were socialist in temperament, but they were organized a long time ago, an awful long time ago, in the late 1800s, in fact, and they had their world vision plan of. Um, a socialist controlled and by that I mean it's not by the people people get very confused with the terms that they use uh, socialism socialism really is um, an idea a very very ancient idea in fact where an intellectual elite who have the wealth um, will run the world like a benevolent dictatorship basically and so at school I got all these histories we were given and I was lucky enough to be in the vicinity of very old public libraries that had books, some of them uh, 200 years old and some older even. And I, I would spend free time going in and checking out the history I was being taught at school and then getting a different history of the past that was written at the time uh, about various past events. But during my studies, I came across these uh, the socialist movements, something I could never figure out because most people I knew uh, were all uh, they voted Labour or left wing in Britain, and when I got into it, I realised it had nothing to do with uh, the people. Socialism is a form of world management. That's the whole idea of it. United with a fast route, which is communism, and that's what uh, Lenin said. He said communism is socialism in a hurry. Or you can take the Fabian uh, route. The Fabian Society in Britain really are one of the biggest organisations that, that uh, are the pinnacle of this uh, international movement. And it was set up by the bankers of their time, uh, the Astor families, many of the big families, the Rothschilds, uh, put money in to set up this foundation. And their idea was to take over uh, country by country by forming trading blocks initially, take over um, uh, these trading blocks and then amalgamate them under world government that's where the whole idea of the United Nations came out of. And it would be done through stealth, but they'd also encourage on the way a welfare state. That was part of it. Because from the welfare state, they'd have an obvious problem. They'd all, at election times, they could point out and say, look, there's such an un unemployment problem. We need more welfare. The idea was that the welfare uh, side would, would form a political um, voting block, big voting block. It'd be dependent on government's and government would then say, well, we're here to help you. So uh, this has been going on for an awful long time. If we look into um, many of the writings of, as I say, the Fabianists themselves, and I've got to understand that even the Prime Minister of Britain right now is a member of the Fabian Society. 
uh, the previous Prime Minister of Britain, Blair, was a member of the Fabian Society. You find this all down through uh, many, many Prime Ministers. They also are a branch, they're a working branch of world socialism that's connected with another big major branch that helps to manage society on a higher level, and that's the Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, in Britain, they call it the Royal Institute for International Affairs. It again was set up about the same time to help bring in this form of managed world government. What they want is a planned society, a planned society where uh, everything will go like clockwork according to them. They'll decide how many people will, will get born in a particular year, how many will die in a particular year. There'll be no surplus population. So this is really what it's about. And I learned this at school growing up. And I also uh, realized when I was going through Europe uh, that uh, we're amalgamating Europe. None of this was me ever mentioned in the media. They talked about free trade, etc. But I bumped into politicians after playing big concerts and stuff. They'd ask you back to their home. And they'd chat about things and tell you things that were, that were kind of went over your head at the time about amalgamation and I realized that even Scandinavia in the 70s was going to be lumped into this big European bloc but this particular politician who now works with uh, the United Nations uh, told me she says yes and, and then that will be followed by uh, America America had already started various uh, non-governmental organizations in Latin America and in the US and so the, that, would, that would follow the um, American trading bloc follow the European Union one and we're doing the same thing with the Far Eastern Rim I went into the books later on and then found out that Professor Carl Quigley talked about this uh, the Royal Institute for International Affairs which is the CFR, different name for the same bunch, had a branch already set up from the 1930s onwards working to create a Far Eastern Pacific Rim region for free trade and uh, unlimited funding. So their idea was to bypass democracy and also use democracy to bring in what they called their planned, scientifically-led, uh, run society. Then when you go into the writings of people like um, Julian Huxley, who was the brother of Aldo Huxley, both their writings are very important. They were both descended, by the way, and intermarried with the, the Darwinian, uh, Darwin family and were lords. Uh, they were all for this. They spelled this out even more clearly, the kind of society that they envisaged coming. A society where there would be no individual freedom as such, and that everyone would be there to really serve a world state. That would be your function in life, ultimately. And do, do all of this has come to pass. We're almost there today. Um, it would all be done by treaties, by the way by signing treaties. And I don't realize that since the League of Nations was set up at the end of World War I and then transformed into the United Nations, we've been getting tied together, every country, every trading bloc, with all your local laws, your national laws, your economic laws, have all been getting tied together through the United Nations for this upcoming uh, scientifically run, you know, where our betters, our betters will plan our lives for us uh, this all been done through the United Nations, and we're pretty well here today. We're pretty well here. We're coming up on a, a break in about two and a half minutes, but do you see the Illuminati and the secret rulers of the world 
decimating our economy by design to consolidate financial power and, and bring about uh, the consolidation of financial powers into fewer and fewer hands and make a – is this a step to make a gigantic step toward a new world order and a one-world government? Yes, uh, that was all through the socialist writings. Uh, again, we, we've got to remember that the, the top of all countries and uh, are moneylenders, the international families. And when you go into the creation of socialism, whether it be the Cecil Rhodes Foundation that became the Royal Institute for International Affairs and CFR, uh, they were all started up and staffed by international bankers from the very beginning. So there's only about 13 major families. They lend to every country in the world. So it's not your little banks at the bottom. It's the big boys who do the international lending. They set up and run and fund these foundations uh, these particular organizations but they also have foundations and fronts uh, they fund every non-governmental organization that's on the board of the United Nations and these non-governmental organizations appear to speak for the people but we don't elect them what they do is demonstrate and demand from government the very laws that the governments want to hear and to pass so they bypassed any idea of democracy altogether so the same banking groups and, and organizations with their foundations presently technically run the world. There's no doubt about that. The, the, um, the U.S. economy um, and the, the, the world economy was all crashed at the same time because every country was told to deregulate its observation over the investment industry for a few years. They knew exactly what would happen. They knew that every shark in the business said the sky's the limit as they dressed up worthless stocks and kept selling them off for more and more and more money. Um, it's all marketing. And then once they, they, they got the bubble big enough, they crashed it at the right time. Yeah. We're coming up on a break, Mr. Watt. Uh, we will be back with Alan Watt, cutting through the matrix.com in three minutes. Welcome back to The Real News Radio. Our website is www.therealnewsradio.com. We're joined with Alan Watt, cuttingthroughthematrix.com. urge everyone to go look at his website if you haven't already. And, Alan, I want to go into uh, something Zygmunt Brzezinski wrote here. Uh, this was in the technocratic era, and I'm going to read it primarily for our listeners. I'm sure you've heard this before. At the same time, the capacity to assert social and political control over the individual will vastly increase. It will soon be possible to assert almost continuous control over every citizen and maintain follow-up date files containing ev even the most personal details about health personal behavior of every citizen in addition to the more customary data. These files will be subject 
to instantaneous retrieval by the authorities. Power will gravitate into the hands of those who control information. And, again, that was a technocratic error by Zygmunt Brzezinski. And they're just coming right out and admitting their agenda here. Isn't that the case, Alan? That's exactly true. He told us this before the Internet came on the scene. And, see, they had all that. Everything was planned in advance, and that's what they do. They plan the future. These think tanks that work for these big foundations, they actually plan the future. And they guide the future. And, in other words, they have the money to do it. They have the personnel to do it organization to do it and the connections to do it so they can bring in the kind of future they want and only only when everyone is completely predictable having all your data your daily data collect, uh, collected and you're being watched only then will you be pre- completely predictable as an individual and that is perfect tyranny that's what they've always been after they feel safe when we're all predictable and not only that, um, what he's telling you is that uh, all the different services that came into being, please remember, are a service, supposedly. Uh, health services, they're now all authorities. And they're dictating that we must take shocks, and we must do this, and we must do that. This is your, this is your perfect um, socialist, world socialist system. And socialism, to remember, is to be run by uh, an elite at the top, Rockefeller himself said it was far better to have the world run by uh, intellectuals and bankers than to leave it to the auto-determination of individual nations as to where they want to go. So it's really a kind of fascism at the top with the very wealthy and the intelligentsia working for them and uh, the people down below have to be run in a communistic fashion. That's the true meaning of socialism. And we're seeing it emerge today exactly as they printed out many of their books. It's coming into being. It's the planned society. Planned society. And some of the, uh, Brzezinski's friends and the Kissingers have said that, that eventually you will be born, if the world state needs you, you will be born to serve the world state. You will not be born if they don't need you. That's all coming to pass as we speak. You can see it. Uh, they've got their flags flying high right now. They believe they've... Um, achieved their goal and it's not just from from a particular party coming in all parties for many many generations have been run by the same group and most uh, presidents and um, prime ministers across the world are members of the council on foreign relations professor quigley remember was the historian for the cfr the council of foreign relations and and in tragedy and hope and his other book the anglo-american establishment he said and this was written back in the 1960s, he said this parallel government has been running the world for 60 years already. And Margaret Thatcher, when she left politics, openly said on television that she also now belonged to this parallel government. She says the old governments are too cumbersome, they can't get things done, we have a job to do, an agenda, and she says we are not responsible to the public. That's what's happened, and that's what is happening right now too. The, uh, something you're touching on there, that the Internet is being used as a tool to spread the truth by patriots like yourself. Do you see an attempt in the near future to ban or limit free speech on the Internet? Yes. In fact, uh, it's already figured out. Uh, they could have get, you've heard of clouds, uh, Internet, the clouds, where all our data will be in remote servers. We won't need hard drives in our computers. 
uh, they'll, they'll store all your personal data for you and say it's so much better. Uh, your computers won't crash. Uh, your information will always be retrievable wherever you are from any computer. And um, you won't be bothered with spyware and all this stuff, reloading programs. But it'll be used as a, a, a form of social control, a tool. Because without the Internet very shortly, you'll be, you'll be unable to function as we go completely into electronic cash. You must have Internet. And just like, um, remember these guys use, use Pavlovian techniques, punishment and reward. So if you're a good little boy who's very politically correct and they can upgrade you with, with new PC stuff all the time, uh, you'll have access to your cloud's computer with remote, remote uh, access. If you buck the system or disagree with something, they will deny you access until you conform it. So be used for a form of social punishment and also censorship. There's no doubt whatsoever. Many of the big boys and the big think tanks have already come out with this agenda and it's been formatted through the United Nations. They've discussed this stuff uh, as a way of uh, censoring the Internet. Absolutely. And, Alan, we also see, I mean, many means of social manipulation here, like, uh, of course, the use of environmentalism, terrorism, creating a conflict within society to, uh, to ultimately change it in their favor. Yes. Yes, the whole, the whole thing, uh, they needed 9-11 to happen, and that's why, as I say, there must be. I wouldn't, I wouldn't matter who they put in as president, what party they put in, but they had to get it moving. And uh, that was the kickoff across the world. And the main telling point is that every country immediately signed the same omnibus terror bills into law at the same time. You know how, lo how long it takes bureaucrats to, to draft up one sheet of paper, never mind thousands, uh, and go back for revision and, and more talks and discussions and back for revision. That means that all of this was done, set up years ago, uh, to come into being at the same time. That takes incredible cooperation. It also tells you that we've been international for an awful long time. We're going to be coming up on a break in about uh, two minutes, Mr. Watt, but uh, I wanted to, to touch on something else. You said the Obama administration is just awash in uh, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, Bilderberg members, and he has already backed out of so many promises he made as a uh, when he was campaigning, uh, and this should open the eyes of some of the people, but uh, could you comment on uh, what your perception is? Do you see the presidency as just a puppet post controlled by the globalist bankers and these secret organizations, and why can the American people not seem to connect uh, the dots? Uh, it's, again, it's a form of mind conditioning. The mainstream media does not go in, go in to the Trilateral Commission or the Council on Foreign Relations. The mainstream will often mention uh, CFR, but they won't explain to the public what it is. Uh, so the public still are under the impression that we really vote these people in and they really are there to help us. Um, that's the complete, that's the illusion of it, that we've been trained this way. Uh, they, they don't go in to the foundations that are behind it or... or uh, how many members of government are members of the CFR. They don't even tell them that the CFR is set up to bring in world government. That's his function. That is his function. So when you have many people at the top, members of the CFR and Trilateral Commission, which is just another branch of the CFR with, with another special task, um, people, people can't connect the dots. 
people have to be We're coming up on a, a break, Mr. Watt. Hold on to that thought, and we'll be back with Alan Watt, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com, in three minutes. We are back on the Real News Radio. We are with Alan Watt, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. And, uh, Mr. Watt, we've got about five minutes left with the interview. I'm going to uh, turn it to Brian. He's got one more question, and we are here on the Liberty News Radio Network. Yes, Alan, I would like for you to go into the education system, or actually more appropriately, the programming system. We had, you know, H.G. Wells back when saying to use children, and then, of course, now we have Al Gore encouraging children to question their parents. I'd like for you to go into that for us, please, sir. Yeah, a whole bunch of experimental schools were set up in Britain, first of all, by Lord Bertrand Russell. He's given royal um, assent to do this, in other words, permission, and through scientific indoctrination using... He also worked alongside the tech, with the techniques of Pavlov, who was using the same techniques in the Soviet system, the idea being to train that a new generation of children in a completely new way of thinking that would bypass their parents, what they called contaminated morals and ideas, old-fashioned ideas. And they were very, very successful. They found out, and Russell found this out, that if they can get the children into, into kindergarten within a very short space of time, uh, with a scientific indoctrination put over at, on the children, uh, they'd go home at night and uh, their parents' input would be bypassed. They wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be absorbed by the children. This technique has been perfected, and the idea was to get rid of contaminated thoughts of old generations and bring in this new. Now, in socialism, remember, the elite want to run the whole world the way they think it should be ordered. We're just too stupid at the bottom uh, to understand this, according to them. And so they always go for the youth to bring in a, a new generation. Um, we saw the Nazis did the same thing. Uh, they were a socialist, national socialist organization. The Soviet Union did the same thing. They were international socialists. Uh, now we have the real thing, the real thing that financed both of them, in fact, um, running the world. And they want to have an organized, planned society um, they'll, they'll decide how many carpenters they want in, in our country, how many uh, engineers, uh, educators, etc. All of that's be planned. It's just too untidy, they say, the way it is, where we have auto-determination. Uh, so that's really the, the whole idea behind it. And they believe that within one generation, they can literally um, bring up children who will be completely alienated from the past, uh, completely indoctrinated towards the collective idea of society, that's what's coming in now. And under socialism, there's got to be an ongoing war. Socialists, socialists only exist under war. You could call it fascism or socialism, it's the same thing. And that's why we're under a hundred years war that was announced by Bush uh, at 9-11. So it'll be a hundred years war, they said. What they mean by that is by the end of the hundred years, they will have 
the reduced population of society, they will have brought into effect all of the institutions and authorities over the public to guide the public in populist new system. We will all be working towards some common goal. What they call this in the universities is positive freedom. It's an idea that uh, Isaiah Berlin, a philosopher at Oxford University, came out with. He worked with Rand. He used his ideas to, to run um, game theory for the last 20, 30 years. It's been used. Uh, it's still being used right now. And under positive freedom, uh, what it really means is the whole world must be at war against a common enemy. Now, the common enemy is us, the people themselves, that are, have auto and self-determination. The Club of Rome, the big think tank that comes up with, with working on ideas to run the future, said they looked at all the systems in the world and they favored uh, over all of them the collectivist or Sovietized system. That's what we're seeing coming in, into play, the planned society, an upgraded Sovietized version where we will basically be run and guided by government agencies from birth to death. And shortly, shortly, I kid you not, they'll be coming in to say who should be sterilized. They're already indoctrinating the young children who will come forward. We've had volunteers already coming forward voluntarily to have themselves sterilized to save Mother Earth and to stop overpopulation and all of this stuff. This is a horror show under the guise of war. And supposedly we, being superfluous, uh, are destroying the planet. So the planet's at war with us. We're at war with the planet. Therefore, we must save the planet. That's the ideology, because you always have an ideology, a religion, to back socialism. That's what's happening right now. We want to we want to thank you for joining us today, Mr. Watt. And again, your website, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. A lot of information. People need to go there and check it out. And uh, we consider you a real patriot. We'd like to have you back on from time to time. I'd uh, like to give you the last word. Anything you would like to add today? Yes, it's not over to the fat lady sings, but we've got to have the will to want auto determination and to kick. We've got to kick out the control freaks because that's truly what socialism is. is uh, comprised of it's an army of utter uh, intellectual superior uh, elitist control freaks we've got to get rid of them before they destroy us completely well i want to thank you again for joining us and um, you have a good day sir and you too thanks very much thank you all right, we're back on The Real News here on WSIC 1400, WDSL 1520 on the Liberty News Radio Network. There's a lot of good information if you want to uh, check out the news. It's a good source of uh, the latest news, libertynewsradio.com.